advertising. We see it and are influenced by it every day. Just look around you and you'll see it everywhere. On TV, the radio, your phone, on stores, on signs. Literally everywhere. Businesses have been using advertising for years and most consumers are not even aware of the number of messages they receive each and every day. I'm your host, Whitman Ochii, and in this Money Ed podcast, we'll be talking about the unseen world of marketing. Businesses can use overt advertisements and marketing strategies to influence consumer decisions. However, marketing may extend far beyond just that. Companies can also use more subtle techniques to influence consumer decisions. Take a moment and think about your local supermarket. Have you ever noticed that the essential items like milk, produce, and deli products are all located at the sides of the building, often across from each other? Think about it. Have you ever seen the fresh produce in the middle of the supermarket? The way that items are arranged in the market is quite deliberate. You, the customer, enter the market intending to buy something. Very frequently, the item or items you intend to buy are among the aforementioned essentials, bread, milk, and or eggs. Supermarkets are arranged so that you must first pass by the unessential items to access these essential ones. Supermarkets also use suggested design in their checkout lanes. Have you ever noticed that the checkout lanes of many supermarkets have racks of candy displayed alongside them? The placement of these bite-sized snacks takes advantage of the fact that customers like you have been thinking about food and are likely to be hungry. After all, they've just spent half an hour considering which items they want to buy and eat. These hungry customers are likely to see the candy and grab one of the many pieces conveniently laid out for purchase. The way that options are presented, both physical and virtual, can serve as nudges to subtly influence your behavior. Subtle decision nudges like the ones employed by supermarkets have been the subject of much research in the past few decades. In his book, Nudge, Noble lawyer Richard Thaler describes how small influences in design choices can subtly work to influence the user in oh-so-slight ways, such as by arranging the items of a supermarket in a specific way. Corporations frequently incorporate these nudges into their online services. Imagine those little boxes you can check when you sign up for an online service. You know, the ones that say stuff like, I give my permission for the site to use cookies, I give permission for my, the site to save my history, and, of course, I hereby promise to name my firstborn child the name of your company. Haven't you noticed that those frequently start off checked or otherwise and set up in some way such that one must actively opt out of these clauses? That is an excellent example of a nudge at work. By setting the permissions to, as the default action, or non-action option, the site increases the likelihood that you will consent to these clauses simply by not actively opting out of them. The same nudge theory that determines how supermarkets position their products also dictates how websites design their user interface. Noticing these subtle influences can be a challenge, encountering them even more so. However, once you're aware of them, you can be alert and attuned to their influences. You can make it more difficult for them to affect you by being aware whenever you move to purchase items. In fact, you can implement a few nudges of your own. For example, make a list of what you want to buy when you go to the supermarket. Stick to buying what's on your list and forego the temptations that catch your eye as you walk through the aisles to the items you need. Don't go to the supermarket hungry. Everything calls to find a place in your shopping cart when your stomach is growling. Now that you're aware of the nudges being used to influence you, 
can make more mindful purchases and protect your wallet. By noticing and analyzing these subtle nudges, you'll be less likely to be influenced by them. Thanks for listening. If you have questions, comments, or topics you'd like to have covered in future episodes, send an email over to moneyedpodcast at gmail.com. This is Whitman Ochiai from Money Ed, signing off.